Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. to episode 59 of the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic and common sense. Did I say common sense? Pursuit of health and wellness. Today's episode is brought to you by thegreenlivingshop.com. Be it, live it, wear it. Well, we got a goodie. We got a goody, goody, goody today. One of my favorite topics to talk about because it's so much confusion and stupidity that it is worth addressing again and again and again. And that is veganism and being overweight and being sick. So for those who don't know, what is veganism? And that is simply abstaining from, now people, I'm I'm learning that people are really extreme with this definition. So I give you my definition, right? Because some people have tied, you know, being a vegan into whether you purchase certain things um, that has animal byproducts. I'm talking specifically about food, okay? That is abstaining from anything that is meat-based, that is meat, that is dairy, eggs, butter, milk, meat, fish, all of that. So the question is, if this is such a healthy avenue, right? How and why are so many vegans overweight and sick? I think that's a very valid question. I think that's a very valid question. And let me put this one disclaimer first. I understand that a lot of people, one, are transitioning, meaning they are coming from a meat-based diet and they are transitioning the best way that they know how, okay? It's not a lot of thought into the best way, so to speak. And maybe I don't even like using that word, but... Or, or should I say the healthiest way, They are their one goal is to just transition and not eat meat and meat-based products. That's it. Okay, it doesn't go any deeper than that. So I get that and I understand that and I support that. And I will always say that if you have to choose between the two, this is my personal opinion, if you have to choose between meat-based diet and even a processed-based vegan diet, I would still... Rather you go vegan. That's that's just my opinion. So so this is not about giving you any inclination or any idea that I support that there are certain scenarios that I support you choosing the meat based lifestyle over a plant or or over a vegan lifestyle because I don't. I just don't. And I'm reading certain accounts of certain people who are getting, who are not getting the results that they thought they were going to get becoming a vegan. And now they're reverting back to eating meat. Eh, eh, eh. Why are you doing that? Why? The first question would be why you first transitioned over. That's the first question. Because if you knew why you transitioned over, then I'm a little confused about why you would transition back. Other than you simply feeling like crap. And I, I maybe, I guess I could get that. Now, my vegan Nazis would say, would really go batshit crazy about this because they're all into the care and the love of animals. I wasn't aware when I first became a vegan that, you had to be an animal advocate, call it ignorant, whatever you want to call it. There was a component in my transition where I began to see that I was connected to all living beings, right? And that my spirit was saying to me, yo, Rook, 
we can no longer ingest blood and flesh. We can no longer do that. And that was a cutoff for me. So in that regard, I did feel a connection to all living things that I no longer wanted or believed that I needed to intake another living being. It really is dead, right? <laughs> a dead being in my body for my own survival or health purposes. That was a component of my transition and my health. Like I find it bizarre. And this is just my opinion again, where vegans care more about um, certain animals not being mistreated or not being killed than they do about their own health. That's interesting, but whatever works. So again, I get the different transitions. This is what's happening, all right? This is what happens in society. This, to me, gives a mirror into who we are as a people. I mean, this is global. We're talking, I mean, we can stick to the United States because Americans are pretty special <laughs> in many regards. Not so much in a good way, but whatever. We lack understanding and we lack understanding because we lack self-awareness and everyone is jumping from one thing to another. This is why I am an advocate for solitude. I think there's a time and place for you to just be with you and that's it for you to pull away from everything that you know, that you hear, that you see and just come into knowing who you are because there's so many ideas that are floating around. There are so many opinions that are floating around. And once you stay in that space of noise, you can no longer decide what is best for you. You no longer know what your own original thoughts are. You, you, you can no longer feel the connection with your internal spiritual guide that will say to you, yes, this is good for me. No. That is not good for me. Yes, this is where I need to move towards. No, I need to move away from that. You know, so and that's what we have. We got we got little cults. Everybody want to be attached to something. So vegan is cool right now. And I like it in, in, in some regard. I do because I just think meat is so detrimental to health, to our health. And we will hear the examples. As soon as I say that, people will start talking about, you know, ancestors and older people who ate meat. And I, I, the answer is the same. It's different, y'all. It's different. The meat that you are eating now is not the same. You don't know what is in that meat. You don't know um, what, how that meat has been produced. And, and the biggest so the second biggest difference is that we are eating way more meat than any of our ancestors ever ate. They didn't sit around eating freaking three huge ass meat meals a day. That's not what was happening. And there's so much more that comes from, you know, and I don't want to turn this into to a episode about meat because that's a discussion in itself, but meat is highly acidic to the body when you start talking uh acidosis right now you start talking about inflammation when you start talking about inflammation now you 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 open the door to pain and disease and that's what we're seeing but i don't want to lose sight of what what we're saying here i i want to give you a clear idea of why vegans are finding themselves still overweight and still sick. Most have not always lived a vegan lifestyle, meaning for years you have eaten a high protein meat-based diet. That's in addition to everything else you was eating, right? For years you've done that. Now you've transitioned over. Many have no concept of what detoxing is. So they have transitioned over 
And initially, they feel or usually feel better, right? They're feeling good. They're feeling good, like, okay, I like this. Um, They usually initially see some weight loss in the beginning. Um, Some don't, but, but a lot do. And again, they 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 like it because there seems to be a switch. Which when you when you remove that, like meat is so heavy. First of all, because it takes so much energy to digest, right? It it causes it putrefies in your digestive tracts, and that causes toxic buildup which is going to have you feeling fatigued and tired, right? So that makes sense. The question is, what is happening where, so maybe we should break it down. Maybe should we just, let, let's focus first on, um, I don't know. Should we focus first on overweight and then focus on the, the sickness part? That's cool. They kind of they kind of cross anyway. But we'll 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 talk about since uh, what what am I saying? Yeah, the sickness. Let's just talk specifically about the sickness. So you transition over. You transition over to a vegan based diet, and many people when they transitioned over were not living a healthy lifestyle. What do I mean by that? Many people were eating a processed, highly processed meat-based diet before they transitioned over. So it only makes sense, or maybe I shouldn't say it only makes sense, but it does make sense that you transition over to now a highly processed vegan diet. So I have had people to ask me about certain products. Uh, I don't really have a recommendation. I think sometimes you do... Uh, try things and do things that are beneficial to help you as you transition. See, before I transitioned over, I wasn't, I had already gotten rid of that high processed food diet. So it didn't make sense to me. So I'll give you, give you an example. When I first started out right before I transitioned to vegan, I was doing, um, whole food meat based diet. So I still had my chicken I still had my turkey, some tuna, um, but I, you know, I was cooking, I was preparing my food. So you're talking green beans and string beans and collard greens, and um, it was still carbs in there, um, potatoes and rice. So it didn't make logical sense to me why in the world, if I'm in fact trying to improve my health, why would I then switch over to a vegan-based diet and then start eating a bunch of processed shit? No. So when I first came into some of the faux products, the faux meat and the faux cheese, when I turned the package over and looked at the ingredients, I'm like, I'm not eating that shit. If I cannot, if you cannot tell me another way to make, you know, vegan based cheese, I just won't eat cheese. But that was me because the health of my body was just and some it, it was so important. Because I was going through a health crisis at the time. So for those who are not experiencing any type of health issues, maybe it's not a big deal to you. But I needed my body. I, I just knew looking, like I'm looking at the ingredients like, what? What the hell is that? Like, and I have a limit. Like, whoa, that's too many ingredients there. Like, it don't take no 20 ingredients to make this one product. And is the taste of something. That's not to say I never had any, um, you know, vegan cheese. Cause I have, I've had a little vegan pizzas or whatever with the, um, I think Daya is a pretty popular one, but it's nothing that I could eat on a consistent basis because it, it doesn't align with me <laughs> and what I, what I know to be true about staying away from processed foods for others that, that helps them. And that's fine. But it should never be a mainstay. It should always be a transition. That's just like soy products. Um, I never got down with soy. One of the biggest deterrents to soy for me is that over 90% of it um, that is sold in the U.S. is GMO produced, genetically modified. So we can debate back and forth 
whether it's that's a, a reason for concern, whether it's healthy, whether it's not healthy, I don't care. How about this? You be the guinea pig. You check back in in 10 to 20 years and let me know how your health is doing. Um, I, I'm not interested in that. So, and then it's too much. Once I start seeing something become mainstream and it's in everything, my radar goes up. And almost every product that you see in a store that's packaged, you see soy in it. That's the problem for me. That's what the same thing that happened with um, high fructose corn syrup, which now they've switched it up and they've renamed it <laughs> because it got such a bad rap. But when I start seeing high fructose corn syrup, I'm like, this is a problem for me. It shouldn't be in every single thing. It shouldn't be in juices and cheeses and sausages and, and cookies and mayonnaise and ketchup. It shouldn't be in every single thing. Same thing with natural flavors. That's a problem for me. Why is it in everything? Next time you go to the grocery store, look, I promise you, it's in gum. It's in, it's in, you know, um, like teas, like small drinks and juices and sodas. I mean, you go and buy 100% juice and you look on the back and it say natural flavors. It'll say 100% apple juice. You look on the back, natural flavors. What is that shit? I don't want it. And why is it there? So, again, is it a place for that? Yes. But now where I am is is evolution, y'all. It's a transition. I wasn't always here. But I just stay away from that junk. That's not to me. I don't go. That's not to me that I I go totally extreme. Like if I'm somewhere and they have a juice or something that they're serving, it's not to say, oh, my God, I cannot drink it. You know, people go extreme. I'm saying my normal day-to-day flow. I, I just don't, I don't have the time to play these games. Like I'm not going to play the guessing game with you to what is that that you put in that? You know what? F you, you're not going to get my money. That's just me. Anyway, let's, let's go back on track. We're talking about sick, 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 vegans being sick. So they make the transition. They come over and they're eating meat or they're no longer eating meat. Many of them do not transition over to a plant-based vegan lifestyle. Right, many of them don't transition over to raw or um, highly raw. They transition over to high processed vegan food, high fat, because that fat will kind of give you that sensation that you're looking for, that taste that you know. Before you start detoxing, your taste buds are out of whack. Your gut is out of whack. Many of us have parasites. So we got severe cravings going on. It's something about eating a whole bunch of fat that will help kind of settle that a little bit. So we are eating high. Just think about it if we want to get technical. Let them tell it or Oreo is vegan. You know, Lay's potato chips, the plain ones, they're vegan. So it's it's easy to be a junk food vegan. And then you're not understanding why your health isn't improving. But I got one better than that. I got one better than that because I've been following this little raw group, right? And the raw group is talking about, um, I don't want to call the group out because it's not important. Because people are going to have to start using your common damn sense. And you're going to have to stop jumping from one fad to another. Use your brain. Use your brain. This is what I'm, this is what, Project Rook is promoting, y'all. <laughs> Common sense. Get back to basics. Start listening to yourself when something say, hmm, I don't know about that. But anyway, so what this group was advocating was raw for most of the day. You eat two raw meals a day, which I think that's absolutely fantastic. And I just want to show you how you can be well-intended, but yet misguided. So when I explain to you about eating a high-processed vegan diet, that makes sense to you, right? Yes. So you can be like, yeah, I can understand that. I mean, you cut that out, you sit eating junk food, and you find yourself, you know, still sick and not able to heal from illnesses and diseases. Cool. But when I tell you that someone is eating mostly raw, that's probably going to throw you off because that raw is supposed to... um really take you next level and it and it does right it's eating a highly alkaline diet which is helping to buffer and flush out all those acids is a good thing but i'm gonna tell you what these dumbasses were doing 
and I didn't even know this. I was familiar with the group and I liked the idea. And I had even, you know, did it a couple of times myself where I would just go raw for most of the day. Only the last meal of the day may be cooked. Right. But everything else was raw. I was like, oh, that's great. It's cool. Let me tell you what these dumbasses were doing. These dumbasses were <laughs> subscribing to the same BS as mainstream health and fitness. And that was telling people that they need an insane amount of calories. So you have people eating three to 4,000 calories a day. Thinking, like this type of thinking is so insane. Like you have missed it. How how you could even be on the plant-based and raw train and miss this is, it blows me. It blows me, but it lets me know that we don't understand the body. We're not understanding the body. And it also lets me know that we have moved so far away from our own natural common sense that we'll just ride any pony that comes through that's shiny. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know why though? Because the idea of overeating is sexy to us. <laughs> The idea of overeat, like we as a people, Americans overeat all the time. So if I can convince you to move out one thing, if I can convince you to move out meat, or if I can convince you to move out cooked foods, but then give you the green light to just freaking overeat, that shit is like, okay, hell yeah. No. Right? The idea that you would need three to 4,000 calories a day Unless you are outside working all day. I mean, you doing some hardcore strenuous labor. Why in God's name, how could you need that many calories? The whole idea of calories is dumb to me. People ask me about calories. I don't know. I don't count no calories. Okay. I think it's stupid. That's just my opinion. And I'm not trying to be simple or ignorant. And I know there's a formula, right? When people are trying to get in shape, right, and they they do these competitions or whatever, A plus B equals C. Or maybe it doesn't. (laughs) Maybe 1 plus 2 equals 3. So if you put a formula together, our scientists and our researchers, they're so smart, they've come up with certain formulas that you can follow. But this is what you got to realize. This is why common sense, I'm going to keep saying it until you get tired of hearing it. (sighs) common sense will let you know that everything that you follow is somebody else's opinion. Everything that we know current day about everything is someone else's opinion. It's, It's they took what they consider to be facts or what they consider to be evidence and they formed an opinion. So why am I going to listen to someone else? Tell me that they know how many calories every single individual on this earth should have every day. Who the hell are you? Common sense, does that make any sense? One person has decided how many calories every single person should have every day. That's the nonsense with this vitamin and mineral BS. Like somebody going to tell you how many, how much protein you should have every day. How much fat you should have every day. Don't make no sense to me. So, uh, anyway, the calorie thing. What, what, uh, I, I missed the main point in this story. These people were on a mostly raw diet. I would love to know what they were eating after they ate their raw food because I'm pretty sure they was going in. And I bet you, now some of them claim they weren't high fat, but I, I, I would argue they, I bet you some of them were. But we'll go with the fact, let's just say they weren't high fat. These people were gaining. These people had gained. I'm looking at it. You can go and search it on, on um, YouTube. They were gaining like insane amounts, like in six months, eight months, nine months, they had gained 15 to 35 pounds and they were blown away, upset. Like, how am I eating this? One girl said she was eating nine bananas for breakfast. Why? Why are you eating nine bananas for breakfast? Are you hungry? Are are you hungry? So why would you eat be eating nine bananas for breakfast and then you follow up for lunch? And then you're eating this truckload, big-ass bowls. I don't care if it is fruit. Now, 
I have said in the past, yes, you eat as much as you want. That's the beauty of being on a plant-based raw diet. You can eat as much as you want, but dumbass, that don't mean you eat when you're not hungry. That don't mean you force yourself to eat because you're trying to reach some insane number of calories that someone else told you that you need that you'll need. That 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 doesn't that doesn't make sense, people. People, are you listening? That doesn't make sense. No, yes, you're going to gain weight. So we got two sides of this. We have one, the people who are transitioning over, who do not detox their body. If you are overweight, the first thing you should be looking at is understanding what is weight is waste. When your body has accumulated that which it doesn't need, it is waste. So there's a problem that you have with releasing waste. That's your issue. That's what you got to address first. What is tied to your metabolism, your adrenal glands? Are your adrenal glands weak? What system is connected to releasing waste? Your lymphatic system. You have to look at your endocrine system and you have to look at your lymphatic system. When you start talking about um, not being able to release waste. You must detox aggressively. I don't want to use aggressive because some of y'all take that and you, we just don't have no sense. All right. Let's say consistently. When you start shifting over and you're having trouble with releasing waste, look at cleansing and detoxing consistently. You must assist the body, right? Assist the body in functioning properly you have overloaded your system look at your adrenal glands are responsible for um, directing your kids kidneys your kidneys ding 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 it helps to filter waste as well we got to get the waste out when a body is functioning optimally the body can release waste this is why truth be told you should be able to lose weight without stepping your ass in anybody's gym. Real talk. That gym part is cool. I, and I'm fitness all day. I'm in the gym. I love it, right? I love being active, moving. Cool. But that should be, I'm not going to say the last thing, but it shouldn't put it to you like this. Go look around the gym. And if you stay consistent in the gym, or if you just watch social media, hell, you ain't got to go in the gym. Look at how many people you see working out all the time. And they're not losing no weight. Now, they could be cheating. I know some people like, well, Rook, you know, they're, they're, they're not eating X, Y, Z. And that's that's part of it. A lot of it has to do with what they're eating and how they're eating. But let's just say some of them that are eating, for the most part, for the most part, they're pretty clean with their eating. They don't even have to be a vegan. They could be eating meat. What do you think is happening? There's something else going on there. The body's not able to release weight, a.k.a. waste. You must go deeper. You must begin to cleanse. That's the reset that you're looking for. First, if you have transitioned over to raw and plant-based, you find yourself gaining weight. Look at whether or not you are overeating. You only eat when you're hungry. This is the fallacy behind the whole calorie intake BS. I'm eating less than I've ever eaten in my life. And I'm not losing any weight. <laughs> I'm not losing. I'm not losing any weight, guys. So what's what's the three? What's what's our three? What's our big three? Um digestion, assimilation, utilization. Most people have to overeat because they have absorption issues. Their gut is out of whack. So they always feel hungry. And even though they may be overweight, they have mineral deficiencies because they have an absorption problem. So you can take all the supplements you want. You think that just going back to meat is the, is the, is the solution. The beautiful part about cleaning up your diet, becoming a vegan, going plant-based, going raw, it's going to expose your weaknesses. Some people 
are thinking and getting it twisted that the lifestyle is causing the weaknesses. No, my friend, the lifestyle is exposing the weaknesses. Just like with fruit, I'm telling you, fruit is really powerful. Do a fruit fruit cleanse. Don't you ain't even got to go hard with it. Go one, two, three days, all fruit only. You will begin. <laughs> you'll begin to see your body like, whoa, ooh, what's going on here? I don't advise that for people who haven't you know, done basic detoxing yet. You can. It's cool to do, um, but it exposes, it exposes your weaknesses. When you start having, I use myself for an example. I'm going to pull, I'm going to do this again too. So I'm still, I may probably retest myself the beginning of next year, but I, I did some blood work on myself and I don't trip over blood work or any of that. I don't trip over any mainstream thing because mainstream can't tell me shit. And I'm going to tell you why. Most of the people who mainstream sees and they're basing their information on is sick people. So why would I try to align myself with that? But I did a blood test because I was curious. I wanted to see. And um, this was, was it the end of last year, I think? So it confirmed what I already knew. I did too. I did a blood test and I did a hair sample test. So I had a, a lot, a high content of calcium in my hair, which is not good because if it's in my hair, it's not in my body. So there's a reason why my calcium was not being absorbed. That's the problem there. Okay. What else did I see? Blood work. Um, I think my, um, I think I was anemic a little bit. So my B12 might've been low a little bit. All of these things are what scares people. And they use this. This is why I don't understand why y'all listen to, you know, people who are not even vegans tell you about what's good and not good and what's healthy for vegans. It's like, why do you listen to them? And then you have the extreme vegans who have had a bad experience and they come out and share, oh, this is why you shouldn't do X, Y, Z. This is what happened to me. You can go back to meat and you can think you can go back to your doctor after you go back to meat and you see your numbers go back up. But let me tell you something. You understand this very well until you address the issues till you address the underlying issues in your body. You ain't solved nothing. You haven't you have you, you haven't you, you have not healed anything. The idea the more I think about eating meat, it just logically doesn't make sense. Like I would need to kill something to get the vitamins and nutrients out of that dead something that, 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 that dead something while living ate live fruits and plants or whatever. And now I need to kill that so that I can get that myself. Like it doesn't even logically make sense to me. The, the more that I really think about it, but Whatever is what we're used to doing. That's what we, we say um, it is the right move. And that's what we believe in. I, I've had family members tell me I have to eat meat because it gives me energy. <laughs> it gives you energy, right? Well, meat is a stimulant. When your adrenals are down and you remove meat out, of course, you're going to feel weak. You remove that stimulant. That was hiding and covering up the fact that your adrenals were weak. That That's common sense. The point is not to reintroduce the meat back in, but it is to address the weaknesses in your adrenal glands. Detox the body. How do you do that? How do you rebuild your organs? You must, you must cleanse and you must switch over to the foods that will help your body in restoring itself. That's what we're talking about, restoration restoration so when you see these vegans who are overweight when you see these vegans who are sick there's this over there's this channel i don't want to call the young lady out because i don't have any you know negative things to say about her per se but it's so insane and it's like vegan and fat and she's really really overweight and the people love it you go and read the comments and these are people who want to feel comfortable in just staying where they are if you're one of those people, then none of this applies to you. Go and find people who will tell you that ain't nothing wrong with being overweight. It's cool. Love yourself as you are. Yes, you should love yourself. 
But if you think for one second that your body is so dumb that it would accumulate weight for no reason, like you don't even have no reason for it, that the body has just decided here in 2017, within the last 15, 20 years, it's just going to start accumulating weight for no reason. It don't need it. It's just, eh, it didn't have anything better to do. Yeah, okay. The weight is not good. That weight is surrounding your organs and is weighing your body down. That weight is waste. And that is why you see people who transition. They start seeing that weight come down. That body is able to then begin to release that waste out. Illness, sickness, you must address the weaknesses in the body. You must get the waste out of the body to begin to um, deal with illness. Illness always links back to weak organs, weak glands, toxicity, acidosis. It always links back. You must address those things. Sometimes those things take longer for some than others. I keep trying to use myself for an example. I am not 100% yet. I have been cleansing for over two years. I've been a vegan for almost three years. Right? There is no certain time frame. There is no one size fit all. You think that you're going to take one 20-day detox and you're going to eradicate and eliminate everything that you've done for the past 20 damn years. Tell me how that's supposed to happen. You think just because you start eating well and you stop eating meat that you don't have to go back and address everything that you did before you started eating well. No, my friend, you must address that. You must address the damage that you've done to the body. You must. And it is difficult to do that when you eat a high processed, trashy, junky diet, one, and then two, when you overeat, because the beauty in not eating all the time is you give the digestive system a break. When digestion stop, cleansing begins. The body always detox and is always trying. If it wasn't, you'd be dead. So overeating is so detrimental to your health because it doesn't give the body time to cleanse. It's always trying to digest food. That's why you start to feel sluggish. You're depleting your life force. You're depleting your energy. It's always working. Like, you know, this young lady was given a a kind of a, a walk down of what she ate all during the day. And it was nonstop eating. And it was large amounts. It's no way that you are, you're forcing yourself to eat. Is what you're doing. This is why I got out of the whole fitness world of trying to build muscle and do all that nonsense because I was not going to overeat to get that result. If you have to overeat to maintain a body frame, oh, my friend, you've lost, you've lost sight. You are damaging your body. If you can only look that ripped and you can only look that weight without eating, with only, by only eating every two hours, And the moment you miss a meal, you start to come down. Oh, you're not listening to your body because your body is telling you, yo, we don't want this and we don't need this. And you are forcing it. And by you forcing that, you are helping to one, create a backup in your body. You are two, creating a blockage where your body cannot release the waste that it is trying to. I mean, does this make sense at all? We're talking, does this make sense at all? What I'm, what I'm saying. Health is simple. It's easy. Okay. Maybe it ain't easy. All right. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't say easy. It's so simple. Listen to your body. You eat when you're hungry. You're, you stop when you're full. It's that simple. We ain't counting no damn calories. I don't know nothing about no protein. People ask how much protein you get a day. Damn it. I don't know. I don't count no protein. I don't know. I don't know. Every every mineral that you want to isolate is all found in food. The macro, macro, mate, what is it? Macro, micro, all them damn nutrients. 
we have taken these things out of food and isolated them. Now we think that we're going to just put these back in the body and they're going to work the way they're supposed to. We're taking all these supplements. I got to do, I, I, I want to do a whole episode just on supplements. Man, it's a hell of an industry bringing in some big dollars. And people have the intention to take some of this stuff for the rest of their life. It doesn't make any sense. There is a healing based thinking and then there's treatment based thinking. When you get serious about really healing the body, really, really serious, you will look at what you are doing and see how your body is responding. If you think that you're eating well, you think you're doing the right thing and you just keep accumulating weight, something is off. Something is off. You you have to be able to accept that. Like, okay, I thought this was, was the move, but something is off. Resetting the body. This is why I advocate detoxing and fasting so much because it helps. It helps to reset the body. This is why I advocate the herbs because I think it assists. I think sometimes, you know, trying to just jump into a hardcore detox or a hardcore fast is not good. The herbs, I believe, help to assist you. It's a more, you know, a more, uh, I guess gentle would be the word, even though for some people it's, it's not gentle, depending on how toxic your body is. But you should not just be gaining weight for no reason. You should not just be gaining weight for no reason. No, 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 you shouldn't. You should not be remaining sick. If you're cleaning up your diet, there's there's two avenues here you have your health avenue that people have just decided you know what I want to be vegan for better better my health that's one that's a lot easier to do but when you're talking about the next avenue of healing when you have degenerative conditions illnesses diseases you have to take a different approach and you have to dig deep into cellular detoxification that when the body is able to function optimally, it is not going to hold on to that which it doesn't need. The body's not that dumb, y'all. We, we got to get out of the way. And I can't emphasize enough, and this has applied to me because I believed in that whole overeating nonsense. And I wrecked my digestive system, y'all. I wrecked it, destroyed it. And that's what you are seeing now. You are seeing the results of gut issues, and the gut issues are wide. They they are they vary. You see people sit, suffering from constipation. Um, they don't even know they're constipated. Like you're eating three times a day, and you're you're barely passing one bowel movement. You're constipated. Where do you think that waste is going? It's sitting. It's sitting. When you when you when you block your body from releasing waste whether it's flushing your colon, whether it's flushing your lymphatic system, you are brewing the perfect recipe for the formation of disease. That's what's happening. And that has to be what we see. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, yeah, we're going to advocate fat vegans. No, I'm, I'm not. I didn't say a vegan should be you know, 80 pounds, but let's cut the BS. Now we got it where, and it's it's interesting how we flip roles. So we say, oh, don't shame the fat people. Don't Don't shame the fat vegans. But now it's, oh, vegan is not just, you know, skinny. Vegan is not, when does skinny become bad? I'm not talking about anorexia, but I'm just talking about anything not overweight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing captions like, oh, this is what a real woman looks like. A real woman is overweight. What? A real woman is just overly thick? Since when? Since when? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Whatever works. Whatever you got to tell yourself. You can stay in the zone of... This is what makes me feel good. I like to hear this, so I'm going to stay at this place. You can stay there. That's your choice. Or you can look real hard 
at yourself and say, hmm, I gotta, I have to do something different here to improve. That's it. That's, that's, that's the point, y'all. Vegan or not, when we're talking about overweight and we're talking about sickness, it comes back to the condition of the body. One, what you're putting in the body. What are you eating? Two, what are you eliminating? That's it. That's it. What are you putting in and what are you putting out and letting out? You putting in junk, you putting in processed foods, you putting in an insane amount of fats. And you are holding on to that. You have buildup, you have backup, you're not releasing, you're not detoxing, you're not cleansing. Then yes, you're overweight and you're sick. And you can go back to your previous lifestyle thinking that that's the remedy because hmm, maybe it does. Maybe you do temporarily feel better. But long term, long term, what you're doing to the insides, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. And you're going to see long term is not going to be good. And there are many minor things that you can use as indicators. The body is always giving Um, red flags can you sleep at night do you have energy during the day are your nails weak do you have spots in your eyes do you have congestion in your eyes do you have cholesterol in your eyes is your hair thinning are you no longer able to get it up is your vagina no longer moisturized like if all of those things connect back to the condition of the body so you can miss me with the whole overweight vegan, sick vegan. No, that's a choice. You can be that, but that's a choice. That's all I got, y'all. We promoting health here. But more importantly, I'm promoting healing. You can heal your body. You can heal your body from anything. Your body is magnificent and it can heal from anything you can reset the body the body should not be tired it should not be weighed down it should not be overweight i don't care if you don't like that i don't care it shouldn't be and even if you thought even if you want to go with the notion that it should be since when how how is this such a new phenomenon like why wasn't it like this 50 years ago that should tell you something has changed And it ain't that the body has just evolved into (laughs) holding on to an insane amount of weight. No, it's something that we, we have changed. Our approach has changed. Get back to the basics. Let your body be the guide. Stop overeating. Stop forcing yourself to look at a number. I need this amount of number. I need this amount. I need that. That's where the fear comes in. All right, you you listening to the doctor and the so-and-so, and then you get mad because every week there's a new study that comes out. There's a new article. Well, actually, you don't need that much of that. Actually, you need a little bit more of this, what the studies say, and then you mad. Like, I, I mean, everything is bad. What about this? What about that? Like, use common sense. You You have to ultimately decide what is good, what is not. Common sense has to tell you that I don't give a damn what the study says. You can't think for one second that you going out into nature and pulling an apple off the tree is no good for you because it has natural sugars in it. Like, get the F out of here. Come on, guys. We got to think. Think. Connect. Connect back to source. Connect back to divine spirit. Connect back to the wisdom that you have. You already know the answers. You already, you already know you got to stop bouncing around with everybody that comes up with some new theory. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with theories because we learn from that. But ultimately you have to be the decider to say, okay, you know, this, okay, this is a bit much. I'm, I'm not doing this. This doesn't make sense to me. Or you can try it, try some of the nonsense and pay attention to how your body feels. But I've just found that true health and healing is easy. It ain't complicated. It don't stress you out. It don't have you confused. You know, it's like, oh, wow. So this is it. 
And when you give people that response, that is, is, you know, simple. Well, Brooke, what do I need to do? Change your lifestyle. Change your eating. Cleanse your body. Think well. That's it. It's like you stupid. They look at you like you dumb. Like, nigga. If it was just that simple, don't you think everybody was doing it? No, no. Because most people are ignorant and they'd rather listen to their doctor. And they doctor unhealthy themselves. Now, well, next time you go to the doctor, ask your doctor how many prescription drugs they own. Just curious. Just, just you know, it, don't be nasty. Just say, I'm curious, doc. Are you taking any, are you currently taking any medications? You don't have to tell me which ones. Just wondering if you are, how many? The hell you going to tell me about health? And you overweight and popping pills yourself. If you don't get the out of here, like, you going to some of these OBGYNs and they they having um 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 uh, reproductive issues themselves. They're infertile themselves. What can they tell you? If you ain't figured out why you can't have kids, why the hell do I want to listen to you tell me about what I need to do? To- Yo, come on, man. This ain't no disrespect to nobody. But you, I, I mean, this is the problem that I have with people in certain fields and certain areas. Like, have enough love and respect for your craft and the area that you're in to go deeper than your egotistical understanding. To say, you know what? Something has got to be missing from this formula. Anyway, y'all know I like to talk a lot, so I could go on and on. But that's the word for the day. Rook has said it. Okay. Vegan, overweight, sick. Nah, that ain't the business. You can change that. You can change that. And that should be your indicator that there's more work to do. There's deeper work to do. So that's all I got, y'all. Until next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Rook Podcast. Remember... You are your greatest assignment. Until next time.